This episode is brought to you by TBS. It's October, and that means the MLB postseason is back on TBS. You can watch the biggest and brightest in the American League take the field and battle it out for a spot in the World Series. There will be crazy hits and clutch performances, jaw-dropping action from the Division Series on October 11th, and, of course, you have to watch the crowning of the next American League champion. Catch the best of the MLB postseason all month long on TBS. Two of the sport's most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network for Wednesday, February the 10th. I am Ian Cameron, alongside uh, Jimmy Murphy, our colleague Alex B. Smith, taking a well-deserved day off on a very short uh, Wednesday card. Uh, Two games on tap here on this Wednesday slate, but two really interesting Exciting, fascinating matchups. So excited to break them down. Uh, we're going to start with a, a matchup between the Boston Bruins taking on the New York Rangers. We've got the Bruins minus 165 road favorites, total five and a half shaded to the over. And right now the Boston Bruins are like that runaway freight train at the moment. You feel that if you're going to get in front of this team, you're going to get run over. That's the mm-hmm. feeling I kind of have right now with Boston, obviously playing great hockey. And I don't think it's one damn bit of coincidence that the good play and this team really taking off and taking their game to another level as a team coincided with the return of David Posternock, because that's clearly uh, where things really started to get rolling for the Boston Bruins. But here they are, 8-1-2 and two, uh, on the season. All of a sudden, remember those concerns and those worries early in the season when they're struggling to score against New Jersey. They get shut out one nothing against the New York Islanders way back in early January when the season began. We're like, what's wrong with this Boston offense? Well, there's maybe they just missed pasta that much. They missed their uh, healthy healthy serving of an Italian, so to speak, with David Posternock uh, coming back. He has obviously been awesome uh, for the Boston Bruins. And his return just, you know, completes that dynamic uh, top line that the Bruins have that has been consistently, I don't think there's any argument, at they have been the best or arguably at the very least the best top line uh, in the NHL but definitely you've been impressed with their ability to score goals I've been impressed with their puck movement on the power play as well uh, this Bruins team uh, the goal the defensive play that's probably the area where we're at times still a little bit concerned about Boston 
When you think about a Tory Krug gone, when you think about a Zdeno Chara going to Washington uh, in the offseason, could this blue line top to bottom still be as good as they've been in years past? They've had some good moments, some not so good moments, but there is all, definitely uh, a team that has been able to at least gut it out, uh, battle through some uh, changes uh, on the back end. And obviously when you score goals, it makes things a lot easier uh, on the defense. And then, of course, you've got steady goaltending from Tuka Rass. So there's a lot to like here with this Boston Bruins team right now. The Rangers, on the other hand, they had kind of turned things around. They had back-to-back -back wins against Pittsburgh and Washington. We talked on this show, Jimmy, a lot about how maybe clearing the air, a.k.a. getting rid of the problem that was uh, Anthony D'Angelo, kind of uh, made things better for this team. Mm -hmm. uh, they've actually tightened things up a little bit. Unfortunately, it was their very, very uh, potent offense that the Rangers do have. A bunch of guys that can put the puck in the net, but it shut down in that regard. Uh, by the New York Islanders uh, on Monday night, a very impressive shutout win for the Islanders in that game. Um, I'm kind of eyeing this total here at five and a half and thinking it might go over this number. Uh, I kind of feel that way about both games that we'll probably see some goals in both of these games tonight. And in this particular game, I'm not quite as strong on it as the next game we're going to talk about, which should be a dandy between the Habs and the Leafs. But I think this one can just get up and over five and a half. The Rangers, Obviously, I like betting on offenses when they get shut out. And obviously, we see that with the with the uh, Rangers after the loss to the Islanders. I think there's an onus and an emphasis on getting their offense going. And on the flip side, as I mentioned, Bruins have had no trouble finding the back of the net. Uh, and uh, even against some good teams defensively, I know the Rangers have played better defensively, but I'm still not ready to call them a great defensive team just yet. So I'm going to go over this total here of 5.5 minus wow. 115. As far as the side goes, um, Look, I'm not going against Boston. I think it's a pretty inflated price now a little bit, you know, laying this much on the road north of minus 160 right now is what we're talking about with the Bruins here, but just not in any sort of rush to fade Boston at this point in time. Uh, Jimmy, the resident Bruin reporter, he's followed this team for years. He's always got a good opinion when it comes to the Bruin games. Jimmy, what's your thoughts here with the Bruins and Rangers? Well, my thought is, is that this right now, I mean, at least on paper and pretty much the way they're playing at, at this current pace. Uh, this is a complete mismatch in my eyes. Uh, the New York Rangers appear to be lost right now. I'm not sure what it is. I mean, yeah, they tighten up defensively since D'Angelo has been out of the lineup and he was a defensive liability, but still their goaltending has been suspect. They haven't gotten the goaltending they needed. Like you said, the offense hasn't found its groove yet. Um, you, you can't depend on Panarin all season and just, and just hope that he carries you through. Maybe you can in a stretch run like he did last year, but it's not going to happen every year. So they're going to need to find some depth offense there and they, they just don't seem to have it right now. So I'm going to bring out Jimmy puck line to begin uh, right here. Give me the, uh, the Bruins minus one and a half in this one. And also David Krejci getting some time on the top power play tonight. The Bruins are going with five forwards on the power play tonight. They're going to do Krejci, Richie, Pasenek, Marshan, and Bergeron on their top power play unit. So give me David Krejci to get three or more shots. Uh, and that will be because he'll get those added opportunities up there in the top power play unit. All right. So there we go. David Krejci. Uh, look at him from a prop standpoint, says uh, Jimmy. And you know what? Sometimes when you see coaches going to the five forwards on the power play, you mm -hmm. panic sometimes that what if they make the mistake and turn it over at the blue line? And then that's usually when disaster happens and shorthanded goals happen. But you're talking about five pretty experienced forwards right there. Yeah, you know, two of the best penalty killers in the league, too, in Martian and Bergeron. So I don't think he worries too much about that with the Bruins. But, yeah, it, interesting. I mean, I 
they've got what the sixth best power play in the league, and they're and they're switching it up. You know, you you never really see that if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. But I guess Cassidy feels he can get creative here, and he's still trying to adjust and see where where his best mix is. That's true, and there's going to be obviously reinforcements too. It looks like Jake DeBrusque back tonight, Matty yep. Grizzly back as well tonight for the Bruins. So you got a key defenseman back, you got a top six forward back. Now DeBrusque ne not didn't necessarily start the season playing like a top six forward, but we know the capability is there for him to get yeah. his offensive game going. He's shown it in the past. He scored some big playoff goals uh, for the Boston Bruins as well mm -hmm. uh, in the past. So you definitely you have to leave the door open for Jake DeBrusque to find his footing again, and we'll see how he plays now coming back to the lineup for Boston tonight. This next game should be an absolutely spectacular game. Oh, yeah. If it's anything like opening night, Wednesday, what was it? January 13th, I believe was opening night. Yep. These two teams played. It was a blistering pace, breakneck pace. It was outstanding uh, offensive uh, play by both teams. Good goaltending too. And you wouldn't necessarily think that in a five, four game yeah. with nine goals, there could have been more uh, in that game. Uh, in the opener between the Leafs and the Habs. And now they will play for only the second time this year, which is pretty remarkable considering, you know, we've seen teams play each other four or five times already uh, this year. It's only the second meeting between Toronto and Montreal, but plenty more to come. Uh, this price is where exactly where I thought it would be. Uh, even money on both sides, minus 110, basically a pick them. Uh, not much to choose from between these two teams who have clearly kind of separated themselves right now as the uh, front runners in the North Division, the two teams to beat uh, in the North Division. I know Montreal's a few points behind Toronto, but they've also got a game in hand. Don't forget that. Uh, so minus 110 on both sides here, the Leafs and the Habs, the total six and a half shaded to the under uh, in this one. Um, Montreal obviously loses 5-4 in overtime to the Leafs in the first meeting. And believe it or not, these are two teams that have one thing in common. They both lost to Ottawa. Uh, this year, if you can believe that. Uh, not many teams have, but the Habs and the Leafs, one of their losses have been to the Ottawa Senators. So that's pretty funny. The uh, Clearly the uh, worst team uh, in uh, the uh, North Division by far. It's going to be an interesting game here to really dissect because you look at Montreal, the offense has definitely slowed a little bit in recent games. They were scoring goals rapidly earlier in the season fill in the back of the net. Now, some games against Vancouver certainly padded those offensive numbers for the Canadians early in the year. I'm just so impressed what we're getting from, like, did Mark Bergevin hit a home run with every damn offseason maneuver he made? I mean, what guy that he picked up in the <laughs> offseason to improve this team isn't playing well for him right now and playing yeah. well for the Mavs team? I mean, you look at everybody. Uh, Tyler Foley. Yeah, Josh Anderson, you know, yeah. outstanding. Uh, he has been uh, and, and anybody thinking that his offensive game after the injury that he had in Columbus would dissipate, that clearly hasn't happened. He's been outstanding. He's found the back of the net. He's gone to the areas of the ice you need to score goals. That's been very impressive for Montreal so far. Uh, you've got Joel Edmondson on the blue line. has been solid for them. I mean, it's and Brendan Gallagher, Thomas Tatar. And all of a sudden, you look at a team that's got lots of depth up front. Suzuki, of course, is continuing to improve as a pro uh, caught Kenyemi, I thought came on strong last year. Uh, wait till he keeps on going. To me, the only quibble about Montreal is I need a little bit more out of Drew N, but we've needed more out of Drew N now for a few years on this Montreal team. So it's uh, I think that's just something we're keeping on waiting for with this Habs team. Uh, and obviously, you've got maybe the two, definitely one of the best 
goaltending tandems for any team in the NHL this year, in my opinion, with Carey Price and Jake Allen. So there's a lot to like with Montreal. I get a sneaking suspicion that they find a way to win this one, but it's hard right now to go against this Leaf team as well, playing playing really good hockey. Mm-hmm. I know it was Vancouver. They are a sieve defense. They can't keep the puck out of their own net, and the Leafs just did a tap dance on them in three straight games. But I think it was a massive positive for the Toronto Maple Leafs that they played by far the worst game of the three against Vancouver Monday night, but they still won three to one. They didn't play the Vancouver outplayed them in that game, to be honest, fully and deserved the two points. But again, a couple of mistakes here and there. Somehow you leave Austin Matthews wide open in the slot for a one-time blast. I don't know how you how you allow that if you're the Vancouver Canucks. And that ended up, of course, being the game-winning goal that completely swung the game toward the Leafs. Yeah. I like that for the Leafs. They've they found a way to win a game they maybe shouldn't have. That's good. That's the kind of wins the Leafs weren't having in years past. And Frederick Anderson had probably one of his best performances in net Monday night uh, in the victory uh, to keep uh, the Leafs ahead and victorious by that three to one score. Uh, that's a positive for Toronto. So it, it's two teams that I'm very, uh, obviously very impressed with the way both of them are playing right now. The home team has done pretty well in this recent series history. Montreal's won more of the games at home and Toronto's won a lot of the games head to head against Montreal at home. The over has been the clear play for the most part, there was one two-to-one game in favor of the Habs last year. That looks more and more like an anomaly when you look at the recent series history where the last six of the last seven games have gone over the total, six and one to the over the last seven head-to-head meetings between the Leafs and the Habs. Um, and all and si- all six of those games that went over the total all had seven goals or more scored in the game. So, you know, I was hoping for six, to be honest. I thought maybe we would see that. But, of course, with Toronto involved, you know, at that bargain, you got the six and a half instead. So I don't like it as much as if I had gotten a better number on this total. But it's when the when you got two rivals like this, we saw it with Edmonton Calgary in the Battle of Alberta on Saturday, Jimmy. Rivals mean spirited game, pace. You almost like you're, you're, you're so filled with energy and adrenaline when you take the ice for these big games against a rival that you try to do too much. You're pinching at the blue line. You're taking chances. You're taking yeah. risks. I find a lot of these rivalry games, they're going high scoring. They're going higher pace. There's Both teams are trying to drive the play way, way more than they would when they're facing, say, a bottom feeder and they're not as inspired and they're not as excited. Uh, and I think that's that's what you got with Edmonton Calgary, 6-4, 10 goals in that game. I'm not saying you get 10 goals in this game, but the series history has been strong over the total, six of the last seven meetings. Um, I'm going to still go over this number here, six and a half in this one, minus 105. Uh, again, we had lots of uh, – the goaltending was great in the first meeting. We still had nine goals. So uh, to be, I think we'll see both teams uh, find the back of the net. And again, with uh, such stakes – you know, a lot of anticipation for this game, two rivals. It seems like you, you try to do a little bit too much, and usually that's good news for offense, maybe not so much for defense. So uh, I do like this game over the top. I can't fault the draw. And you know what? I'm going to bet the draw uh, as well in this game. We've seen nothing but close games yep. with the Leafs and the Habs for the most part. We've seen many games go to overtime. We saw the first meeting on opening night go to overtime. You can get the draw in this game at a very good price. I'm looking at uh, a couple of books right now, uh, and you can see that the uh, draw in this game is around plus 325. That's an excellent price in that range. So I'm going to add that one to my card on this game. We're going to go with the draw 
with Toronto and Montreal plus 325, as well as Toronto, Montreal over six and a half minus 105. Jimmy, what's your thoughts? Leafs, Habs. Yeah, you know what? I'm right with you. You great minds think alike. I'm smelling overtime in this one for sure. I think it's going to be a great game as it was in the first game of the season. And I'm going to have to have one on the computer, one on the TV watching these two uh, tonight. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to this. I mean, you want to throw a prop in on Austin Matthews considering how hot he's been lately. But at the same time, it's like, oh, watch this be the night that he doesn't get it. And I would think, too, knowing Claude Julian, if there's a coach that's going to break that streak, it could be Claude Julian, at least in that North Division, uh, that would have a good chance of shutting Austin Matthews down. And, of course, you got Carey Price between the pipes and a pretty solid Habs defense. So give me that. But as far as a prop goes, I'm going to take Jeff Petrie to score a goal uh, tonight. He's really emerged as an early. I know we're, we're still very early here, 12, 13, 14 games in max around the league here. But uh, he's emerged as an early Norris Trophy candidate uh, at the age of 33, too. Just a great story there. So give me uh, a prop on him to score a goal, and I'll take the draw as well. All right, Jeff Petrie to score a goal. And yes, he has been a point producer from the blue line. You know, not all he's been finding the goals as well, but especially the points, you know, getting involved, making plays, the first pass, and power play points, a plus 375, by the way, uh, to plus 400. That's the range we're looking at here with uh, Jeff Petrie. Uh, you know, Alexander Kerfoot, Jason Spezza, guys like that are plus 450. They've scored in recent games for the Leafs. Of course, Spezza had the hat trick, you know, against uh, Vancouver. Uh, last yep. week. So those are guys that might have a little bit of value. And this might be a game to dabble in some goal scoring props. If it is indeed a game that ends up higher scoring, which I think it might be, uh, this would be that game to end up looking at that. And Austin Matthews is actually a bargain tonight, believe it or not, at minus 115 to Ooh, score a goal. That's actually a bargain for him. Maybe I would do that then. <laughs> he was minus 170 in the game Monday night against Vancouver. Now I get it. Worst team, much worse defense. No question about that. I'm sure there, there was, that was, part of the reason why uh, it was a much more price uh, pricey play uh, to bet Austin Matthews to score a goal uh, on Monday night. But nevertheless, you're going to look back on this, say, in April and May, when we're back to the back stretch of the regular season at that time, and you're going to say, wow, minus 115 to bet Austin Matthews anytime goal score. That was actually pretty damn cheap. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're going to probably, because yeah. you're going to see, I, I think, as, yeah, you're talking about a guy that is, you know, like very possible he wins the rocket Richard and the top goal scorer uh, in the NHL this season. So uh, definitely keep an eye on those Matthews goal scoring props. Cause again, uh, you may want to take a chance with these prices now and these minus minus one fifteen, this minus one fifteen type of range. Cause you could see that going up uh, over the course of the uh, season with a guy that's clearly got the chance to win the rocket Richard trophy oh, yeah. uh, this season. Uh, good stuff, Jimmy. That was the two games tonight. They're both really good hockey games, so I'm excited uh, to break them all down. Uh, reminder, though, uh, before uh, we uh, get to best bets, and there's only two games to choose from, uh, reminder to sign up uh, at the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, use the promo code THPN, and after you sign up uh, and use that promo code, make sure you bet say the over in the Nuggets and Lakers Sunday night. It's a big NBA spotlight matchup, Western Conference Finals rematch, uh, and make sure you do that and you'll be uh, eligible for a points boost with that game. Again, that is all available right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up for an account now and be sure to use the promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, and get involved uh, in the action uh, with DraftKings. 
uh, partnered here with the Hockey Podcast Network, who is partnered here with the Ice Guys, who are now ready to deliver their best bets for this uh, short two-game Wednesday slate. See how I did that? I'm the king of the great segue. Uh, I've had many in the past, and I just added another one to the ledger right there. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think of these two games? Not much to choose from, but if you had to make a best bet, where are we going? I'm going to go with my Jimmy Puck line there on the uh, Boston Bruins tonight. Uh, I just I, I sense a blowout tonight. Uh, they've also had a you know five days rest as well. Um, they got some good practices in, like you said, they got some reinforcements coming back. Grizzly and DeBrusque, uh, and they're just they're going on all cylinders right now. And you know this is the type of game too that I, I think they want to win because they know they're the better team here. And they don't want to let any doubt creep into the way they're going right now. And they want to make sure they should beat the teams they should beat at this point in time. So uh, give me the, uh, the the goal and a half there for the Boston Bruins. All right, Boston minus one and a half on the puck line, uh, Jimmy Murphy. And that's why his nickname is Jimmy Puck Line. He, has, <laughs> he crushes Alex and I daily on this show in terms of the volume <laughs> of puck line bets and puck line recommendations. That's why he's got that moniker. Uh, and he's living up to it here with the Boston Bruins minus one and a half plus 155. Nice price with that. Uh, that is Jimmy's best bet for this Wednesday, February 10th NHL slate. Um, like I say, I'm lukewarm on the card. I have two small totals bets, one in each game. So for me, it's just picking which one uh, for best bet. I'm going to go with the one where, again, we've had six or seven overs in the uh, between these two teams going into tonight's game. Uh, and we'll... Stick with the uh, trends. The trend is your friend. Hopefully it is in this game, 6-1 and one over the last seven between the original six rivals, the Leafs uh, and the Habs. Uh, let's see if we see more of that tonight. Uh, I'll go with Toronto-Montreal over 6.5, minus 105. That'll be my uh, Ice Guys best bet for Wednesday, February 10th, coming off a nice winner for me last night with the Sharks-Kings game uh, going over the total. Uh, we'll see if we can give you another best bet win here with the Leafs halves over six and a half. And that'll wrap it up. Again, we, get, we like these days every now and then, a Wednesday where there's only two games, a shorter show, get to catch our breath a little bit. Uh, we've got the polar opposite of that tomorrow because we've got a big Thursday card uh, on deck. There are four postponed games on the Thursday NHL slate, and yet there are still uh, 10 games on the schedule to break down tomorrow. So it'll be a very loaded uh, Thursday edition. We're going to start getting a lot of those, I think, Ian, with the, uh, you know, when they have to start to make these games up, especially as we go deeper into March, early April, uh, we're going to get some days where we thought maybe it would be a day like this and it's going to end up being like 12 games. So, Yeah, no doubt about it. We're going to have some big schedules because they're going to have to find, they're going to just put these teams that are on these COVID shutdowns now, they're going to put them through the rigor. Oh, yeah. Rigorous schedule, put them through the ringer, I should say, with a rigorous schedule. Uh, tons of games in a condensed period of time to try to catch them up to all the other teams. Uh, so you're going to see a lot of games on the schedule daily uh, when we get some of these teams back from their COVID shutdown. So yeah, we'll have some big slates to break down, which is good. More to choose from, from a betting perspective here on the ice guys. Uh, great stuff. Thanks to everyone for watching. Thanks to everyone for listening. Reminder too, now that we're associated with the hockey podcast network, check them out, by the way, the hockey podcast network.com. Great team podcast yeah, as well as where to find there. nice guys. Yeah, great to be on board. And one of the best things is we've got the uh, podcast in audio form. So if you can't watch the show or listen to the show live uh, here on YouTube, you can download the audio podcast on all major podcast platforms after the fact. Uh, so definitely make sure if you're on the go, can't watch us live, you've got those avenues to listen to us anytime you like. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. 
Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll see you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of The Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.